next legacy. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome, actually, welcome to the universe. All you people out there listening and continue to listen, not just in the States, but worldwide, I want to welcome you all to this edition of Branded After Dark. I am Branded. And I am Sweet Aaron. And between me and Aaron, we have a guest. The guest that we have to tonight is one that it seemed like it's been many, many moons since I've actually wanted to thank this man uh, not just publicly, but just, you know, man-to-man. You know, we're not face-to-face, but, you know, we live on the line. So, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can kind of catch the vibe that we got. But I want to thank this man for not just his contributions to the music industry, but for also the motivation that, you know, he it's a lot of songs and a lot of different things that people do. Um, you know, I never look for role models outside what's in the media, but I always get inspired by you know, people that do bigger than life things as far as with their God-given talent. And I want to welcome former Isley Brothers, Jasper, Isley, Jasper, Isley. Chris Jasper in the house tonight on Branded After Dark. Chris, welcome Hey, man. Hello. Thank you, man. Thank you. How you doing? Great. How are you doing tonight? I'm fine. Fine. Yes. Glad to be here. (laughs) Glad to be hanging out with you guys, man. You know what, Chris? It's just like I said, man. It's, it's. I mean, your, your your legend is your legend, and your legacy is not just with the Isley Brothers, but also with. Uh, I mean, come on now. You 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 you've had good standing music with, um, you know, Isley Jasper Isley, and then a lot of your music that you have solo is just, you know, come on now. It, it's it stirs up your soul. You know what I mean? So I got I gotta say thank you, man, for. Letting the letting the listeners out there with a fan, me being a fan, you know, say thank you for all the stuff that you've done and, and giving us your God-given talent, man. Hey, man, well, I appreciate that because, uh, you know, when when I'm doing music, I love to record music. I love to write music. I mean, that's my favorite thing uh, about this business is creating new music. And when people like it, I mean, um, that's that's what it's all about. And uh, I just appreciate all, all those good uh, responses. You know what? It's not just through the, uh, you know, not just through the station, but also through um, just a lot of people overseas. Like, you know, I'm getting so much Japan love. I'm getting a lot of Australia love. Um, you know, tonight while we're in the states, so you know that 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 kind of humbles you a little bit too, right? Just knowing that there's a lot of overseas love, um, you know, shown to you as well, right? Oh yeah, man. I'm just. I'm just so happy that people, you know, uh, you know, like not only here but around the world. I mean, uh, a song like Caravan of Love, you know, went all over the world. You know, yeah. uh, people all over were singing that in bars and their weddings and uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of different, you know, uh, assemblies at school. And it was just, it's just remarkable that something that comes from, you know, your mind uh, goes all over the place. You know, when 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 somebody when people like a song, so. Uh, it's just amazing to see when that happens. I want to ask you about that, and, and, and I don't want to monopolize a lot of, you know, Erin's time because I know she has questions for you too, but we both talked about it just off air not too long ago, and both we both said, like, hands down, like, Caravan of Love is one that will, I feel, will be continued to be played 50, 100, 200 years from now. It's, it just mm-hmm. kind of goes. It, 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 it means so much to a lot of people that, you know, understands not just the words, but how it was delivered and and the meaning that kind of goes to it. So when you when you guys made that song, 
did you guys step away from it and, and, and told yourselves, you know what, this is bigger than life right here? Well, when I was in the studio uh, and after we did the track, um, and I was, I was getting ready to do the vocals, and uh, me and Ernie were standing out there in the, in the uh, not the control room, but the other part of the studio, and, the, and uh, the engineer was playing it back of the speakers. He was playing the track, just the music. And I, I turned to Ernie. I said, you know, Ernie, this, this sounds like a soundtrack. You know, it, the music is really, really, uh, really nice, you know. So um, I, I knew from that point when we put down that track that it was going to be special, but I just had no idea of how special it was going to be. You know. Did did it give you chills? Because I can still listen to the to it this day, Chris, and, and I'm still I still get chills when I hear that song, man. I, I just mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I I've heard it probably fifty million times, billion times, whatever, and I still get chills from listening to that song. Still do. It, it makes me smile. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely. I was inspired, you know, with that song. That was when I was first starting to understand the scriptures, and it's based on the scriptures. You know, when people. Uh, become one, become of one mind. The young will, you know, mm-hmm. be with the old, and you know, it'll be harmony and peace on earth. And uh, it's just one of those inspired songs. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful, you know, that 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 I, I was given that uh, that inspiration. And uh, it's just one of those things. I'd like to said, I, I knew it was special, but I just didn't know how big of a song it was going to be. And like mm-hmm. I said, people all all over the world appreciate it. Amen to that. I love how you guys you guys fused you know rock and gospel together. That's awesome to me. It's like two two genres that you you just don't think would would work and mesh well together. But you guys really blew it out of the water and just I love that. <laughs> well, you know it. Um, what what they call you know rock and roll and gospel are really not too far apart as far as their origin. The origin of the music is basically the blues. That's where it, you know, originates. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, over the years, people have put different spins on the blues. You know, they, they've amplified it. And, you know, the rock and roll, they've kind of, um, you know, put the distortion pedals to it and, you know, fuzz boxes and all kinds of things. But, you know, a lot of the guitar players are still playing the blues. You know, stuff that Jimi Hendrix played, those are blues riffs. So, um you know, there is a connection there is what I'm trying to say between, right. you know, the gospel music and the rock and roll because they all come from the same place. Right. Um, I, was, I, mean, I, have, I have, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to ask, um, with the song, when you guys did Shout, and, or Twist and Shout, and did you guys ever get to meet the Beatles? Oh, uh, well, that's kind of before my time, <laughs> the shout, twist the shout. I was, uh, I was a little guy in Cincinnati taking piano lessons uh, when those came out, you know. Uh, I, right. came into, I came into picture uh, in like the early 70s, you know, um, right. with, with stuff like giving it back and uh, love the one you're with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, work to mm-hmm. do. You know, that's when I started to play. <laughs> on the sessions, you know, with the with the with the brothers, you know, me, me, Ernie, and Marvel, we're the younger guys, you know, that came the, in the classic, uh, the the classic, it's our thing, fight the power yeah. for the love of you yeah. between the sheets. Yeah. Um, yeah, I go through the I go through the list of Isley Brothers music, and of course, I mean, you know, we we kind of went the you know the Isley Jasper Isley route, you know, before, but we, you know, definitely want to talk about just the the time that you had on the Isley Brothers and and 
you know, the the names of the songs that I mentioned, again, it kind of follows suit. I mean, you know, you being a part of being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I know that meant a lot to you guys as a group. Um, but, you know, talk about just that time that, that was spent making those songs uh, with the Isley Brothers at that point in time in your career when you first took off. Yeah, that was uh, that was a very special time because um, when, when I started to play uh, on the sessions, you know, I was going to Juilliard at the time, and I was still in college. I, I went to uh, and I finished at C.W. Post, uh, Long Island University. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know, I was using a lot of the things I learned in college, you know, from my classical training in the songs that I was doing with the brothers. You know, so it was a it was an exciting time. It was a time when I could you know, utilize, you know, the things that I learned. And, um, you know, of course, writing the music, that was always a, a big thing for me uh, because, I, you know, I'm a composer. At that, That's the first thing that I am. I'm a composer, then an artist, and then a singer, you know, <laughs> kind of in that mm -hmm. order because I love I love composing, and I've always done that from a child. So um, it, that whole experience was, was, you know, educational. It was exciting. Uh, we got, you know, working together. Uh, I worked most most closely with Ernie, you know, uh, writing the music. Uh, you know, he had a lot of ideas, and, and so did I. And uh, it was just a very exciting experience to, you know, each year have another album come out, you know, and that's what we right. did. Every year there was a new album. And uh, just a lot of energy and, you know, touring. You know, we toured off of all those albums. Um, just a lot going on, you know, during those years. Just a wild moment with the, uh, just in general with as far as the immense popular popular uh, popularity that the Isley Brothers had, um, you know, one, not just when you came on board, but it, you know, a lot of it kind of took flight, um, you know, during those times with those hits, um, you know, when it went, and, and every time I think about the Isley Brothers, I mean, of course, I go back to you know when my mom used to spin the record players, and I used to think, and I grew up on that, and you know, and I look back, and I know a lot of us kind of feel. The same way, when we do reach back to our childhood, there's always specific songs and, you know, artists that kind of, you know, really took you to another, uh, you know, took you, it, it always gets zoned out listening to certain songs, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. my question to you is when, when you think back on the legacy that was created with the Isley Brothers, and, you know, of course, I mean, you're not being a member now, um, you know, how, how does that all feel? Is it a surreal feeling just to be able to be a part of this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and this legacy that was created, and you had a hand in it? Yeah, it's, uh, it is a little bit. I mean, I didn't even, you know, anticipate that that, that, that would happen because when we were writing those songs, uh, there was no talk about the Hall of Fame at all. You know, there was right. just, it, it, was, it didn't even exist. So there was no, you know, forethought about that at all it just happened all at once i mean all of a sudden i got a call one day and um someone said you know you guys are going to be inducted into the hall of fame i said uh okay <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> you know it was just, it all came by surprise you know yeah so um but it, but the whole thing the whole evening the induction ceremony all that was you know really great and it was kind of surreal because it was like every you know all the press was there there was press conferences there um, and then there was um, the, the presentation, and then a jam session after. It was like a huge evening. So the whole thing was kind of surreal, but, uh, you know, again, a great experience. Hmm. What, what, was the, what was the 
reasoning as far as you guys kind of going your separate ways to form Isley Jazz for Isley um, during that time in, what was it, the the early to mid-80s? Um, yeah. When you guys formed that group? That. Yeah, it was around 84. And mm-hmm. um, it, just, uh, it just happened that, um, you know, for, for a, maybe two to three years uh, before that, um, you know, the older brothers and the younger brothers, uh, we, we just kind of trying to get, you know, some financial matters together. I mean, older brothers had some tax problems that they couldn't seem to resolve, and uh, it was just a financial situation that we couldn't resolve. So uh, mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with music, um, but uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we couldn't resolve it, and, you know, we just, uh, the three of us had to record an album on our own, you know. So wow. uh, that's, what, that's what we did. And... Um, you know, Caravan of Love was the big record from it and, you know, really put Icy Jasper Isley on the map. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you know you know I gotta make sure I you know, shout out Super Bad that was released as well from you oh, guys. Yeah. So, you know <laughs> I gotta throw that out there too. Um you know, and I and I and I wanted to ask that question because, you know, as a you know, I always I always seem you know, to me personally, I, I always wanted to be a student of music, and when and when I look at groups such as you know, such as the Isley Brothers, even Isley Jasper Isley, the music that kind of goes on, you you wish you can just bottle up these groups and keep them forever. But I understand sometimes people got to go off and do their thing, be it if it's solo or or whatnot. And, and and looking back at groups back then to how things are now, we don't really see too many groups still. Um, to this day, do you feel like groups are kind of the thing of the past now, or you know, there there's still pockets of them somewhere that might be able to kind of resurrect the meaning of what a band and and or a group means? Yeah, I I wish, and I'm hoping for that. I mean, I think there are some out there, but not nearly to the extent it was when when we were you know uh, doing what we were doing in the 70s and 80s. Um, into that. I would I would like to see that happen because um, when when people work together and they and they um, collaborate, sometimes you get some really you know special things. You know, like with Earth, Earth Wind and Fire was together. You know, uh, right? And the Commodores and uh, you know mm-hmm. Ohio Players. You know, there were so many bands back then, and you had so many different flavors and 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 approaches to, to R&B music, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And and what I see now happening is a lot of people are kind of going down the same road, you know. Not necessarily, a, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but right. it's not creating the variety that was there before, right. you know right. what I mean. And uh, I would like to see more variety come out of uh, R&B music because there's so many different ways you can approach it. And um, um, it, just, it just so happens that right now i think in some of the major record companies especially they're focus, focusing on one avenue and um mm-hmm. i would like to see that broaden you know amen to that chris jasper is our guest on branded after dark and yeah you know, i you know again I'm, I'm i'm one of them old school music guys where i love i love just music that matters music that has not just the words that that's being sung but you know how how, how you make me feel when, when it's being sung, like, you know, if it's man, woman, or child, like, you know, I always say, hey, make me feel it when I'm listening to, you know, certain songs. And I know you had a, a, a big hand as far as doing production for certain artists. I know you did uh, Liz, 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 was it Liz Hogue? Liz Hogue, yeah, album. Liz Hogue, yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. and you did something for Shaka Khan as well. So the production yeah. side, the production side of, 
being not just an artist and, you know, you, you're kind of thinking about yourself and writing the music and doing certain things, but for others, what what kind of mindset you got to be in in order to start, you know, helping out as far as writing music or doing certain things for other artists? Well, I think the best way to approach that is to try to get into the mind of the artist that you're writing for and that you're producing. Um, I think you, I think if you can do that, you can, you know, pretty much get uh, a product from them that represents them, because uh, you do have to you have you do have to do that. You kind of have to say, well, you know, what would Shaka Khan do? Because that's what happened when I wrote for her. <clears throat> um, uh, her producer came to me and said, you know, we're looking for material. You know, do you have something for her? And you know, I I had started a song, and I said, well, you know what? I think I think this could go her way, and so I kind of finished it off, and you know, for her. But in doing so, I kind of thought I said, well, you know, like, what would she like to sing? How how is her approach to to a song? You know, because her approach is different than mine. You know, right? So you right. kind of have to you kind of have to uh, think that way. Like, what would she do? You know, and then if you if you can do that very well, you you usually are able to get a, a product that's good. Well, does it does it does it does it require you to spend time with who you're writing for? It doesn't I mean, require time, no. It just requires, see, because I, I was a fan of hers, you know, so I knew right. all of Rufus's songs. I knew, mm -hmm. you know, I, right. you know I, I just knew what they had done. And, and, that, and that helped me in writing the song for her because right. you don't want to go too far out of the direction that that artist is going in, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and if, you, if you can stay in that, in the zone that they're in, uh, you, can, you can make a, a nice record, you know. And that's what I, that's I, what I, I did. Like, I, I remembered all of her songs and all the stuff that she done vocally, and you know, I kind of said, "All right, well, you know, this sounds like uh, something she might do," and you know, kind of just crafted the song around her style. So, See, Chris, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I feel like this, Chris. If you know me being a fan of yours for a long, long time, I feel like if I if I if I had any talent of, of writing like a real hit song. Like I think I know I know enough about Chris to be able to come up with something real good for this guy. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just hey, saying. you know you know with, <laughs> even with the Isley Brothers. I mean, you know, me and Ronald had the same influences uh, vocally. So to write for him to write songs that he was going to sing, you know, mm -hmm. wasn't very hard because you know we both love Sam Cooke, and you know, um, whatever he did, you know, I knew Ronald would sound good singing, you know. Uh, it was a similar style, and we right. both had similar styles, so I was kind of like writing for myself, too, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, okay. so it wasn't that far of a stretch to, 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 to do all of those songs because you know, I was used to the style, so uh, that, made, that made it a lot easier. Would there be anybody that, that you might, you know, decline writing, some, writing, for some, you know, writing for because you may not, you know, know them or, you know, be able to come up with something, do you think? Um, so, well, yeah, I admit there are some people harder to write for uh, right, than right. others. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been given that challenge yet. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I like challenges, that good. Too, You can write for anybody. That's what, that's what we say. Well, I, you know, I, I believe I could, but I would just, yeah. sometimes it would take a little more effort for some, some other right. people than others, you know. Um, but I, I, you know, it just takes a little research, a little, you know, 
a little like what we used to call woodshedding, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> going in the studio and some trial and error here and there, and because uh, that's basically what you do with every song, and um, you know, it would just take a little more work sometimes with other people, but I think I could do it. And, you, and, you and, Aaron, and Aaron, real quick, FYI, Aaron, at the end of the day, this is Chris Jasper, icon, music icon. He can write for whoever, <laughs> and it's all good. Right. It, it is all good. I know that's right. <laughs> now, go ahead, all Aaron. on a caravan of love. Got that right. I, I was right. just wondering, like, is there anybody out there today that, you know, you you would like to, to maybe work with or that, you know, I was for many many years. I've I've wanted to wonder what it would be like to work with Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder. You know, because oh, <laughs> wow. he's one yeah. of my influences too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, coming up, uh, even from when he did Little Stevie Wonder and Fingertips and mm-hmm. all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I've always been a fan of his, and uh, you know, I would I would just like to you know just wonder what that would be like because. You know, he's he's just a, a great musician and singer and everything, so, right. you know. Before I ask you anything about, uh, you know, everything that's going on with you, um, what about today's music when it comes to it? Not just, you know, to me, I always feel like, you know, R&B is like, you know, traditional, where tradition means like, you know, you display your, your God-given talent and vocally everything that you're you're singing about you know should be felt through the 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 souls of everybody listening how do you feel about just the genre of r&b music today in 2013 um i think i have to go back to what i alluded to before i think there are some good things happening but i just don't think there's enough variety you know in mm-hmm. r&b because r&b is is a huge uh, there's so much potential in R&B, uh, and I don't think you know, as a as a as a nation, you know, of recording artists, that we're utilizing the full scope of R&B now. You know, mm-hmm. it's, we, we've kind of narrowed it, you know, into a small little you know uh, corner. You know, right. when when I think we could get a lot more out of it. You know, if if mm-hmm. people would just you know start you know writing more songs in other directions than, than say, just the, the typical thing you hear on the radio every day, you know? Right. Um, How do you I just, feel I, about, you know, in today's R&B, you know, you, you've got your typical, you know, rap verse in it. Are you mm-hmm. cool with that, or or do you, you know, where, where it fits, R&B? I would I'm say sorry. where it fits is fine, you know, like, um, but it, but where it doesn't fit, you know, I mean, I, I think I think that that's another thing. Knowing where to put things and where not to put things. Sometimes I hear, right. like like people will will put that in a record just because rap is popular, you know. Right. Uh, Amen. And it didn't really fit. It didn't really fit the record, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just think it should come in where it's supposed to, you know. And if it's if it's if the song is going in a direction where it should be just vocals, it should just be vocals. If it sounds like you know uh, a rap. A part could come in, you know. Then, by all means, you know, put it in there. But um, I just think that uh, the scope of music of R and B is not being utilized. The, the broad, right. you know, scope of because you know you had like a George Benson out there at one time too, that which added a jazz flavor to it. You know, you had mm-hmm. so many different uh, types. You know, have Philadelphia International, which was another you know area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you had the Isley Brothers. You had 
you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. You had, you know, you had uh, so many different types of R&B out there. You had the folk type of R&B with Bill Withers, the the folk blues. You know, right. it was so much going on, and and I was glad to you know come up in that uh, in that era because it was so rich, and right. you know the the variety was so rich. You could draw from some you know so many moods, so many uh, aspects of R&B music. And I think that's why it's still classic today, is because of the of the variety, you know. That's why that's why that that music will never die because it's so diverse, and it's so good in the diversity, you know. With the Motown on one side and Philly on the other side, you know. Then you had Stax on the other hand, Isaac Hayes, you know. A different. You had so many different great uh, uh, aspects of R and B. Right. Would you say that most of that it, it doesn't really isn't continuing to exist because most artists today don't do their homework? Um, I, I I will say this: a lot of people that were writing music and doing arrangements and production back then, uh, a lot of them were classically trained. Uh, they had right. they could write charts. They could write for different instruments. They knew the. Uh, 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 the ranges of different instruments they could write for, them. like Motown. All all of their music was, you know, uh, written by by arrangers, you know, who who could who knew music, you know, they they were trained in music, uh, and I think that's lacking. I, I and, and I hear nowadays that a lot of schools are, you know, limiting their art arts uh, fine arts programs, and and things mm-hmm. like that. And some of the younger people aren't getting that uh, good foundation in music. And maybe that's affecting the music, you know, the the music going just one direction, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I was I was classically trained, so I, you know, that's why I can go in different directions. I can score a film right now, if you know someone right. call on me to do so. I have the ability to go in, write all all the music parts, conduct it, you know, and right. and just do it, you know. But a lot of people don't have that ability. They have to rely on you know maybe someone else to do that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and, and you know the people that wrote for the Philadelphia International, yeah, they were trained musicians. They could write parts. They knew they knew music inside and out. So um, I think that's the difference, you know. And and I and you hear it in the music, you really do. Right, you do. Uh, and and that's and that's what I mean by I wish the the scope of R and B would be larger, because I think that everyone would benefit from it. You'd have much, you know, you have so much to choose from, you know. Yeah, you have a handful of things right. to Everybody choose from, and, and uh, Chris Jasper is our guest on Branded After Dark. I mean, I always look at it as uh, creativity as well. It's like, you know, there, there's a lot of creative people out there, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't want to put a blame on the record label. Record labels, they are what they are. I mean, especially the way that it is now, it's kind of gotten to the point where everybody is more or less just, you know, being a little bit more independent. So if you do have that independence, it's up to you to be creative to be able to win those fans for the long run instead of, you know, trying to fit into a box that you think everybody else is going to like just because, you know, uh, you know, somebody else is the hottest guy or girl, then let me go ahead and sing or perform like them and maybe I can be able to get some fans. And that, that's not how right. it works as long as you stay creative, right. right? You're absolutely right. And that's why, you know, the Internet is picking up steam. Is because they're doing exactly what FM used to do. 
right. You know, right. AM radio used to have the strict format. You know, I think they played like 13, 14 records. But That's FM right. came along, and they start playing everything, you know, mm-hmm. and they took it over, you know. And then now the Internet is doing what FM used to do. Now the, now the FM stations have their strict format, and, yep. you know, you know, now the internet is picking up all of these different variety of uh, varieties of music, and you know it's going to change. People go to what they want to hear, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes it takes you know some of the uh, you know the larger stations to to get that message. But um, you know the internet is really picking up, you know, its audience, and it's worldwide. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just you know uh a, a city you know uh, when you drive out of city limits you, you know you can't get it anymore you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how hey, it you know, used to be, you know? i know how that's like i know how that's you know like, what i mean you drive you drive a thing. few miles and then you start getting the static you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know but the but the uh you know the internet you can get all over the world you know right and right. and internet is you know taking a big chunk you know out of the listeners Wait, wait till they wait till they start getting some of the internet stations onto the in, into their cars. I know what's happening in some pockets, but wait till they get all of it. Once they do, it's really going to well, change to the point. You where know what that's going to do? Really that's going to be it. That's going to be it because people want to hear variety. People, you know, they love variety. We all do. You know, right. we don't want to hear the same thing over and over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's right. why AM didn't make it. You know, when FM came in. Because that's all yeah. they were doing. They were playing 13 records all day long, you know. And then FM came in, and they they said, "Wow, you know, oh, this sounds good. They're playing a lot of. They're playing a little jazz. They're playing a little this. Hey, I really, I really listen to this, you know." Right. And that's what happened. And now and they're so, playing the same two hits every. Yeah, week. right. Right now, the <laughs> FM is doing the same thing. AM. It's like people don't don't they don't pay attention to history, you know. The, right. And, 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 and and it's repeating, but it's repeating you know on FM now. Now that mm-hmm. now the internet is is picking up, you know. Yep, absolutely. So, let, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Chris, because um, you know I've I've had a chance to you know not just uh you know follow you throughout my it seemed like my entire life so to speak, but you know I you know I, I was able to you know catch you know the the. The, the gospel albums that you actually uh, dropped, not just, what was it, for Gold City Records at one point in time? Um, yeah. But uh, I, I got to commend you. I got to commend you on, you know, just, you know, a lot of people talk about transition, and I don't necessarily see it as a transition from, you know, R&B to gospel or anything like that because, you know, in a lot of ways, it, it's it's always music made for the soul. So whatever you sing, it's going to, supposed to touch you. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people out there that may not have known, um, just just you know, kind of speak to some of the you know, just just some of the gospel recordings that you've actually come out with, and um, you know, the the goal is to be able to get the word out, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of of what genre it is. But you know, how, how does that feel? You know, basically just having also you know the gospel music to be able to be a part of that you can say, hey, you know what, I did it and did it well. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's part of who I am. I mean, I try to live my life, you know, by Jesus and his principles. Uh and that's that's me. So, when I do a a record like what the, what a person would call a gospel record or an inspirational record, that's mm-hmm. that's truly, you know, what I believe. That's that's who I am. And I try to maintain my musical identity. I don't try to change the music that I've always done. You know, the music is R&B. You know, but the message is different. 
you know right. the, the, I, I want to put God's message in those in those records but I didn't necessarily change my musical mu- musical identity I, that music is just as R&B as any of the music I've ever done mm-hmm. you know but um, the mess like I said that's what makes gospel gospel is the message what are you saying right. you yep. know and I think it's important to say important things in my music not just you know praise God which is of course necessary and of course right. God is worthy of praise but that, that that's not the only thing God wants us to know you know right. he wants us to know something about him about his about his ways how to live you know and I address a lot of those things in my gospel music and um, I've, I've recorded four albums you know that are totally inspirational or gospel whichever we want to say and um, they have a lot of instruction in it and a lot of a lot of good things you know from from the scriptures in there so uh, I'm very, very, very happy that I done them, and I, uh, you know, I might do another one, another whole gospel album. I have some gospel songs on uh, Inspired, my new album, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I feel that's a part of life, you know, inspired mm-hmm. by love, by life, and by the spirit, you know, it covers all all the uh, things that we would address in life, you know, love relationships, it addresses, you know, issues that we run into every day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, social issues, and also addresses the spiritual aspect of life. And that's what I tried to cover on my new CD. And this new CD that's uh, that that's coming is it is it is it? Can you give us a timetable on when this is actually going to be out for the? Oh for, yeah, for the it's, out, it's out now. It's out okay. now. You could go right to iTunes or CD Baby or Amazon or uh, even go to ChrisJasper.com and you know you can find it. Uh, you can even you know ask ask your retailer you know about it. Uh, it's out there. Ooh, you were you were quick to talk about you know iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, the whole deal. So I I take it you're doing pretty well with the, with the online social media and and just just being able to grind out as much as you can uh, internet wise. Um, you know, compared to back in the day, you we, we were just dealing with. Come on, you you know we're we're yeah. we're, we're both close to the same age. Records, you know, eight yeah. tracks, tapes, yeah, all that yep. stuff, That's right? That. Oh yeah, and and the traditional distribution you know line you you go from your manufacturer to your uh, to a distributor if you're an independent, and then there to the one stops, and then to the retail, you know the the mom pop stores. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just the way it went, you know. Mm-hmm. You had to go through those channels, but now the internet makes it more accessible. A person doesn't have to leave home, you know, to buy a, a record that they like. You know, they can right. download it, you know, or they can just order it online and it be delivered to their house, you know. Uh, so it's, it's much easier access now than it used to be. That's right. Going to chrisjasper.com to go ahead and get that. I'm definitely going to be one of them before uh, before this show ends a little bit later on. And my uh, b- before we let you go, a couple of quick questions. And, and one is, you know, while, while you're adapting to social media well, um, how about just all these online social media networks like Twitter, Facebook, um, MySpace for those people out there that still use it? Um, <laughs> how do you feel about all these little, you know, different types of avenues? I know you're you're a fan of it because you're adapting to it, but you know, it's, yeah. it's an easy access for your fans to really reach you, right? Yeah, you know, that, I was going to say that before you couldn't really contact the fans. You know, the fans couldn't contact you really. Uh, right. So, and and Facebook offers you know that 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 type of situation, and um, you know, I, I find that you know people. Or you know they, they they drop messages you know they you know, they say how much they like the music and then you know you can you can you can have a back you can have a a, a conversation with them you know uh, right there so I think that 
that adds another uh, dimension, you know, to, to 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 what I do. You know what I mean? It's it's just a it's just a thing that wasn't available before, and I think it's a good thing. Amen to that. We're very we're very happy that you know because I know as a, you know as a fan, you know it's it's we love it because we can actually tell tell you and 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 get that personal connect more of a personal connection with you, you know mm-hmm. versus back in the day where you were just throwing something up in the air and hoping everybody liked it or you know you really didn't know. Right. You know, so. Right. Yeah, really you can get people's can responses that. right away too. You know, right, like right. you could put something up there. And that right away, people say, "Oh, yeah, I like that," you know, or and and you get and you get the reaction immediately, you know, which is right. which is really great. And which, like I said, uh, when we were doing all those albums before, you know, we like you said, we didn't have no idea, you know, right, uh, what was going to happen, you know. So um, yeah, and and thank God for social media because you know, it, like I said to start the show, it seems like it's been a lifetime, and it seems like I grew up with you. And it seems like it, it wait, I waited for so long just to say, thanks, Chris. Thanks for coming out <laughs> with some nice music just to be able, just so we can be able to, uh, you know, appreciate what you've done. Because a lot of people fail to realize and, and, and either take it for granted or whatever, but, you know, being able to put in the kind of work that you do, not just the singing and the arranging and the music and all that stuff that comes with it, this is God-given talent that you're sharing for everybody else out there. Now, you know, we, we love it when, when you know, record labels and, you know, records sell and CDs sell and online things sell and things like that. But to me, as a fan of music, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's deeper in the sense where it's, where it's, you know, hey, you know what, this is talent first. So I want to make sure that I appreciate and say thank you for the talent that you've given us first. And then, you know, hey, let's ride that caravan of love and celebrate all those all those songs that uh you know you you helped us grow up with. So yeah. thanks, Chris. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank, you know, like I said, it's a communication thing. Music is communication. You know, from one person to another. And uh, when that when that when that goes well, that means the job is, was was well done. So um, I appreciate that. I really do appreciate it when I hear somebody really likes the music. Uh, that makes me feel really good. Absolutely. I was deeper than that, Chris. I, mean, I grew up with you, man. We 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 were brothers before we were brothers, man. We so, did, you know? yeah. <laughs> so did I. So deeper did I. That. And I mean, it's it's music that I that I actually can put on and actually relax to. You know, it's not. It doesn't have my nerves in a bunch. You know, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm smiling. I'm relaxed. I feel yeah. good. You know what I mean? It's not something yeah. that's. I don't feel like a nervous wreck when I'm listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that, that, that's good. I mean, you know, it should music should make you feel good. I mean, that's what I think. Uh, uh, some people say, well, you know, uh, it should shake you up. You know, some some people take that approach. Well, uh, I don't think even funk should make you feel good. You know, like absolutely, uh, it, it should it shouldn't disturb. It shouldn't be disturbing. That's what I feel. Uh, <laughs> right, and that's the difference. I know, that's, right? That's the difference between harmony and dissonance. You know, right. that harmony makes you feel good. You know, dissonance puts you on edge. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I'm always, uh, I've always been on the harmonic side of things. You know, <laughs> I, I like I like harmony. I like harmony. You know, and it That's shows right. very well. <laughs> That's right. 
I mean, your legend is your legend, and it continues to grow with the album that's available. You can go pick it up at chrisjasper.com, which uh, I'm actually going to do myself. And um, as I let you go, one last question. One question that I have is for the young people out there that's just, you know, just getting involved with music and just trying to pick up some of the information, not just about you and your time with the Isley Brothers and Isley Jasper Isley, but all your solo music and stuff like that. So, you know, to the new fans, the, the young ones growing up, why why should they pick up a Chris Jasper uh, CD? They should pick up my CD because what they hear is honest, honesty. You know, I, I don't record anything I don't believe in. You know, I'm an honest person. I, I believe in God. I have a tremendous faith in God. And I believe if you hear my music, you, you'll benefit in some way from it. You'll, you'll, it'll make you feel better. You may you maybe even get some things that you haven't heard before. You may, you know, there's some educational things in my music, like in Keep Believing on this album. It's talking about education and how to uh, st- keep keep pursuing your dreams, keep achieving. You know, um, there's a lot of education in this in the word in the, in the words of Superbad that you mentioned before. That's a song about mm-hmm. education. You know, mm-hmm. I I want to put messages, important messages in my music. And if they buy a Chris Jasper album, I'm sure they're going to hear something that they like and they, you know, they can learn from, too. Amen to that. Well, I want to um, thank you for uh, allowing me to thank you <laughs> for the music <laughs> contributions you made. And I want to thank you for coming in. And, and, and to me, it's, it is a truly, truly honor and a blessing to be able to have um, you come in and not just talk to Aaron and myself, but all the listeners worldwide. Um, and, and it's like I said, it, to me, I always say music is a lot deeper on, on, a, on a spiritual level because there's a connection that's being made, um, you know, with a fan of, of, of music. And you have given me that throughout the years. And, you know, it's a, it's a privilege to be to, to let you know that I, I've appreciated you for a long time and continue to. And I will support you 110 percent, sir. Oh, thank you so much for that. I mean, you don't know how much that means to me to hear, you know, uh, that kind of a comment because, uh, you know, that's one of the things you look for when you when you when you do a work of art is that it's appreciated to that extent. And uh, I just can't tell you how much that means. It means a great deal to me. Yes. All, all night, all night tonight, real quick before you say your goodbyes, Aaron. All to, all night tonight, we're gonna we're gonna continue to push, um, you know, all things. Chris Jasper, of course, you know, we're going to play Caravan of Love. We're going to play Inspired. Um, only the Lord can do. We're going to we're going to mix in a couple of different things, and we're going to take some calls from, you know, callers a little bit later on just to kind of help celebrate and direct traffic towards your .com so we can go out there and support you like a real true fan should. So that, that's right. what we're going to do tonight. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, well, I'll be tuned in. You, you can bet on that. <laughs> well, I just want to say I, I thank you for – all your many, many great years of, of music, it's, it's awesome that, you know, and I applaud you for, for, you know, staying true to yourself and being, you know, your authentic self and what you give to us, and I'm just, I'm proud to be a fan. I really oh. am. I grew up listening to you, and I continue to, to grow old listening to you, and you <laughs> make it real easy to do that. Well, that's so great. Thank I mean, you so very much to, to call us. And thank you. That's greatly, greatly appreciated. I can't tell you how much. Thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not just a fan, man. Chris is my brother, man. He is my brother. That's right. 
I want to be in Ivy, okay? Hey, it's in, it's in there, so, you know, I, I put it in caravan. I'm your brother, don't you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know. Yes. I mean, if more people true. would realize that, we'd have a better world, wouldn't we? You better true. believe it. You better believe it. Hey, but you know what? Between you, me, Aaron, and the rest of the world that's listening, that appreciates what, what, what all things is, not just radio, but music and things, we're we're on our way. I mean, we may be a drop yeah. in the bucket, but guarantee you, it's going to start overflowing real quick as long as we okay. had that, that that inspiration. So Amen. that's how we do Amen. it. Amen. Amen hey, to that. Appreciate it, Chris Jasper, for calling in. All right, Thank man. Thank you. You guys take have care. Have a good one. You All right, too. That Bye is now. music icon. Next Legacy.